I love the way the First Gen Lounge makes me feel. Because it creates a space where I belong, where we're able to create community. The fact that it's a community. It's a safe place. It also gives me a place to understand different perspectives. The stories of these individuals prescribe transformational perspective. I receive encouragement, enlightenment, empowerment. And also serve as a catalyst to just keep going. Where we're able to be our true selves. I'm allowed to be an unapologetic first gen. And above all else, tell our story. And every episode is unique. I love it. I'm your host, Dr. Eve, and I'd like to welcome you to the First Gen Lounge. Hey, good people. Happy Thursday to you and yours. I am extremely excited today to have Gary Moise. I said it right. That's Gary. That's right. I'm so proud of myself. I said, okay, I was saying over my head. Let me sure I said this right, which I just learned, beautiful people, that this is the French word, uh, Moise, for Moses. What a powerful name. What a powerful name. <laughs> Oh, look, so Gary, it has been long overdue that we have been able to come together so that we can just connect and talk to the good people about all the amazing work that you're doing, especially as a first-gen college grad and Haitian, which I'm excited about. I have a friend as Haitian as well. She's also on the first-gen platform, and she is dope. Have you ever heard of first-gen rise? Not yet. Not yet. Well, you've heard it first here. Right. Amazing, amazing. So I think that actually the two of you definitely should connect. But Gary, look, hello. Tell the good people who you are and all the amazing things that you do. Hello, Dr. Eve, and my special greetings to you and all of your listeners of this wonderful podcast. I'm really honored to be here to have the invitation to join the long list of uh, wonderful people who have uh, come before me on this show, on this podcast. And I know it's very popular and I'm happy to be here. It's really, really a great honor to be part of it. And um, I'm excited. I'm excited. (laughs) <laughs> me too. Me too, friend. I'm so excited to have you here. And, you know, and I tell people, you know, how I meet other people who come into the show as often as I can, just so that they can see the power of networking, be it in person or even on social media. And I think we connected on LinkedIn and it's been a long time, actually. And I know that you'd reach out a few times, just, you know, giving me some some love on the podcast, which I really appreciated. And I ended up asking you, hey, are you first gen too? You know, because some people listen, they're not first gen, which is exciting. And you were like, yeah. And I'm like, holy crap. You know, I I love your platform and I've enjoyed the work that you've done. But I do know that you focus on personal development as well, which is really exciting. So thank you for that, Gary. Yeah. But speaking of which, I mean, tell us more about your work in higher education and personal development and and advocacy and mentorship. You've got a lot going on. That's right. So once again, yes, it's been long overdue. We've been trying to connect for this podcast for a while. So I'm, I'm glad it's finally happening. And as you said, my background is I'm Haitian. Grew up in Haiti, been living in the state of Wisconsin since 1998. So that's all my education, higher education have been taking place right there. And, and I like to tell folks that I'm a Wisconsinite born in Haiti or <laughs> vice versa or Haitian or Haitian living in Wisconsin, however you want to take it, because I feel strongly connected with both areas, oh, wow. Haiti and Wisconsin. That's nice. Yes. That's nice. Yeah. So I, you know, I don't know if I can say that's an accident that I got to education, higher education, but while I you know, was uh, pursuing my education here in Wisconsin, I started developing more and more of an interest for supporting others based on the support that I've received myself. And I started developing more and more 
of that interest. Though my background is in uh, management, um, I have an associate degree in quality management from Fox Valley Technical College. I have a bachelor's degree with a double major in marketing and management and a master's degree in organizational leadership. But I started discovering more interest in helping people. And that's how I got to know and read more, dig deeper about leadership concepts, leadership theories, and how we can make these applicable. So also the interest in personal, in, on individual developed as a result of me realizing like, well, in order for us to live, we have to prepare ourselves. And how do we do that? So we have to put ourselves in situations where we can continue to grow on a daily basis. And I remember my dad is always saying when we were little that, you know, we should always find an opportunity to learn something new every day. That's how we grow in life. Never, you know, made sense of it, you know, until later on in my life, in my professional life. And I realized how important that is. And that's reflected in my current duty working for Marion University in Fond du Lac, Wisconsin. And that's north of Milwaukee. And, you know, for the past 12 years in higher education, and I've discovered that I really like working with people. I really like giving others the opportunity or as I like to put it, uh, giving them opportunity to grow and accompanying them in their journey of growth as well. Uh, I can dig that a lot. So tell us what actually drew you to the TRIO programs uh, specifically and how have you been able to use your leadership background in this particular field? Absolutely. Well, a former professor of mine informed me of a grant that she had applied for the McNair Scholars Program about uh, 2007. And she said, you should give that a try. You should consider it. I never heard of that before and, you know, went on the Internet and look it up. McNair Scholars Program. And I said, huh, I can I think I can like that. So get to learn more about it. Once uh, the university got the grant, she contacted me again. Uh, that's Dr. Susan Bornstein Force. She contacted me and we had the conversation about the program. And she said, I think you could be a good person to promote the program with your background in marketing and with your connection with former students, because I'm also a graduate of Marion University. Prior to that conversation, I had graduated from Marion two years before. So I graduated in 2005 and it started from there. And I started learning more about TRIO programs in general, not just the McNair Scholars Program, because it's one of seven TRIO programs. And then I started discovering, wow, this is an opportunity for me to make a difference in others' life applying management skills and leadership skills and marketing skills in promoting that work and reaching out to people and help them take off from there. And then later on, five years down the road, I became a more involved in trio associations in Wisconsin and throughout the Midwest. I became president of the trio association in Wisconsin, board member of Educational Opportunity Association, which is the association of all the trio programs in the Midwest of 10 states in the Midwest, and then started putting more leadership skills there. I'm involved in church, in the community, participating in committee, playing some important roles 
goals and I started putting leadership concept in application. One of the things with my background is I have an associate degree in quality management. And what that is, is really focusing on quality assurance, quality control. And I started also connecting that concept, mixing it up with the leadership theories. Well, in order for us to be effective leaders, we have to provide services, not just products, you know, for those of us who are producing products out there, but not just products, but services. We have to provide services of quality, services that meet the needs and the expectation of others. And I said, wow, I'm not in manufacturing. I'm not in the for-profit industry, but what we do for people, they have to be of good quality. And so I started putting this concept together and and realizing how important it is for leadership concept, you know, applicate good application of leadership, good application of servant leadership, particularly because that has to do directly with the impact we have on others. And that's how it started growing for me. I think it's really interesting how you were able to take such a, a corporate background and apply it, especially working with students in a higher education setting. And it's not that the two are different, but when you think of leadership sometimes and management of organizational change, you tend to think of these big companies, right? And yes. a lot of a lot of people and a lot of a lot of impact in the way of again just a large company. But I'm like, it's great to hear your story as it again is a reminder to people that you can really be versatile in your ability, no matter what your background is. And I commend you for for doing that because it sounds like you've got a really good mix of the management and leadership as well as the helping people. And yet, you know, you're not in a space that. You you just feel like, oh, there's got to be more. I mean, I know there can always be more, but it's just a really good balance. It's not too much or too little of either of the things. So that's really cool, Gary. Exactly. Thank you. Thank You're you. very welcome. So um, I have to tell you this right just right now. Just really, I tickle myself sometimes. I am really <laughs> fascinated by how strong your accent continues to be. Again, you've been in Wisconsin since 98. I, I, I love it. Like, this is really cool. And you're multilingual. So how many languages do you speak? Is it the French and English? <laughs> when I'm speaking with my students, I tell them I speak three and a half languages. They ask me which three one is that. <laughs> yeah, three and a half. That's no way. Go ahead, tell us about that. So, and they ask me which one is they have. I said it's English. Oh. So. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but seriously though, um, I grew up speaking Haitian Creole and French simultaneously, like most Haitians, mm. and um, and then uh, later on I learned Spanish and English as well. Wow, check you out. <laughs> yes, you I'm out. very fascinated by languages you know right now some of my students are taking Japanese and I'm very envious of them I was like why didn't I join them in their class but of course I couldn't because I have to do the administrative work mm. but yes I'm very very interested in, in language learning about cultures and what else is around the world that's one of the reasons I always ask my students you know know, know that you are you can be a global citizen yes. you know we're not you're not just uh, tied up to your own country or birth but uh, you're part of the world I, I definitely dig that it's funny that you said now they can be global citizens because I believe you also teach model UN nations, right? Yes, I do. I'm about to start my third year uh, with that wonderful experience. Model United Nations, it's uh, and for me, the way I see it, it's an opportunity for the students 
to get to understand the world better. Uh, what we do at Marion University, we have a program where the students are involved in the class where they learn really diplomacy, learn to solve global uh, problems or to address them, you know, learn them first and then how to address them in a very diplomatic way. So they participate in conferences, regional and national, and using the United Nations platforms and structure to uh, to expand their their knowledge with regards to what's happening around the world. A broad range of uh, issues that that's what they are looking at. And also we do a high school conference at Marion University. We have hosted three of them already where local high school students prepare themselves and play the roles of diplomats from different countries, learn different issues, learn about the country's stance on those issues, and they come to discuss in a big conference here at Marion University. And the way I see it, it's an opportunity for the students to see themselves as global problem solvers. And again, that's leadership, you know, because the world has issues and it's people who get to address and solve those issues. So I think it's a good opportunity for high school and college students to be involved in those educational activities that help them understand the world better. Okay, that is a great thought because that leads me to this idea of being a global citizen and how do you find where you belong in the world? Like if you had a student who's like, I'm really interested, I want to travel, I want to go, I want to just do things. What would you tell them to do? Because I agree with you on the, we are global citizens. I don't think we always realize that because especially being in America, it's more or less like the, I'm American, you know, the land of the free kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the world has so much to offer and our limitations aren't set to America, which I think some of us can be blinded to. Yes. And, and you said it, it can be very tempting for us to be living here as Americans and then feel like, well, I don't need anything else. Mm-hmm. There's everything here. There's a lot here. But once you start being out there, even getting to know people, if you haven't traveled yet, or getting to know people from other cultures, you can help every individual get a sense of the rest of the world. And once you involve learning languages or travel with it, it's even expand the experience for you. And it's really beneficial. So yes, it can be tempting to, to feel really sufficient here, but it's worth exploring other places around the world if we can. And I would even say, and sometimes it can be even be tempting to feel satisfied to be comfortable with within our own state and i live in wisconsin you know what's what's going on in in colorado take some time to visit take some time some time to explore other places and that's part of understanding you know the rest of the world and also that can also give us an opportunity to see how we can contribute to make the world a better place if it's just in our area or in our comfort zone we are not going to be able to make a big impact if we just like limit ourselves just to that. So I really like to encourage others to stretch themselves, understand what else is out there. I think that's really cool. And I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, At the end of the day, we all have a passion for something in some kind of way. And we don't know what that thing is until we discover it through action, until we get out there and we have experiences and, and we figure things out. I speak from personal experience when I say going to college made me curious about the world. Not that I wasn't curious about parts of it before, but meeting other people from different cultures made me want to say, I want to go see that. I want to go check that out. I wonder what that's like. And so I got love to travel. I love to travel. 
Yeah, man, that's good. I like that too. Yeah, man. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, for me, even within the United States, I like to explore. I like to know something else about a, a different state. I've visited many of them, and sometimes some of them I just like travel through with my family or for work. But I like to know something new. And one thing I like to do is to encourage others to be intellectually curious. And I feel like travel allows is a, a big factor in becoming intellectually curious as well. We get to know something new. And even with food, exploring food from different cultures, if you don't have much of a chance to travel, you know, that's part of the experience as well. Oh my gosh, it's funny you said that because I was just about to say that myself. But how I've gotten to know a lot about the world is food. Yep. I love, love like Caribbean food. <laughs> Amen. I am, I am such a fan, uh, such a fan. And I just, I think that the different flavors of the different countries. I think I actually cook non-American food better than I cook some of the like traditional soul food. Mm -hmm. And my husband's like, okay. Um, to like curry. Oh my gosh, I love curry. I love Thai food. But I love Jamaican curries too. It's just all kinds of like curries. I just love they're so robust. Okay, look, a whole look, we should have a conversation, a whole show about global food. Oh yes. Yeah, we can talk all day. Wait, so, but yeah, but even just just that in itself and, and the love that's put into it. I actually went to my first Haitian restaurant in New York about a month and a half ago and I was like oh, wow. oh my gosh you know like well, I've been missing this instead of a like a curry goat it was a fried goat and it was that's called tasso that's it that was it it was yeah that was like I've never had fried goat but it was so good and just yeah 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 so yeah I'm gonna leave it alone now but as but I can you can all do right. all day with that that's really but that's really cool I totally agree with you um so I want to talk a little bit about something that you call yourself and I was like I have never heard that you call yourself a life cultivator and I was like, huh, that's it. It's nice how we take and find our own spin for what we do in the world. And I know one of the reasons you call yourself that is because you're really interested in personal development. What is it about personal development that sparks your interest? Because, you know, I'm, I'm the same. I say personal transformation, though. And it's just something about becoming a better person, not in the way that we talk about leadership. And that's, I know you, leadership is one of your things or finance or other things. But I think as we grow personally, we grow holistically. We grow in every aspect of our lives. So what got you interested in, in personal development? Well, I got interested in that because I see the need for myself. I, in order for me to, to get to a certain level professionally, it's about continuous learning. I need to put myself in a position where I'm always acquiring new knowledge. And with that, I see, well, in order for me to serve orders, I need to put, help them be in a position to grow as well. And by being lifelong learner, I'm a big proponent of that. Another thing uh, with regards to the term that I use, I started using the term leadership cultivator. And I see not everything in life is all about leadership, but life is much, much broader than mm -hmm. that. So I started using the term life cultivator. The cultivator part had to do with growth. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's a, a gardening tool called cultivator. But I also... My background, my grandparents were farmers, and I grew up in a farming community in the mountains outside of Port-au-Prince, and a lot of people do gardening for a living. And about five years, six years ago, I started doing gardening at home, and I started seeing how interesting, how wonderful it is to put something underground and watch it grow, care for it care for the plant and to me that's growth and I was talking to my wife quite often about this and I said you know this is kind of the work that we do in, high, in, in education you know we put 
students in a situation, even when the work we do in personal development, professional development for, you know, those who have graduated from college, working in the professional world, you know, as human beings, we've got to be put in situation where we can continue to grow and flourish. And when I look back at what I've been doing professionally, how it has impact on individual, I I said, you know what? That's the best term to use, being a life cultivator, Mm. you know, helping others grow regardless of their circumstances. You know, if it's within my my mean, if it's for me to connect them resources with people who can help them grow. So I, you know, through the work that I do, I'm doing that with my students, with professional organizations I'm part of in my work in church. You know, it's about helping others grow. So cultivator, cultivation, cultivating, all of this has to do with taking something from one point and then giving it an opportunity to grow and rise and flourish and everything. So that's how I decided I'm going to call myself a life cultivator because that's the work that I want to do. That's the work I am doing, except like I just didn't know that's what it was. And now I'm discovering it and I want to continue to do that. And I have to have a term to coin. That is really cool. A round of applause to you for that. And I absolutely love personal development. I am fascinated with it. I want to teach it, speak it, think it, be a part of it. Because I think our greatest power, Gary, I think our greatest power is knowing who we are. I think when you know who you are and you have a sense of self, of many facets of your life and who you are and what you believe, that then helps you position yourself to be successful. Exactly. Knowing yourself, like again, knowing how you deal with conflict allows you to know how to deal with conflict in the workplace or even communicate that. Or knowing, you know, where your interests lie, if it's, again, if it's in finances, if it's in personal development, if it's in entrepreneurship, then you can engage more as a person in those things. So, yeah, self-awareness is power. So, you know, kudos to you for helping others to find their sin as well through the work that you do. Thank you. You're very, very welcome. So I want to know something. What are you interested in these days? What are some of the things that are new to you that you're exploring? Well, I'm exploring a few things. One of them is podcasting, uh, you know, increasing my online presence. You know, I'm a big user of LinkedIn, but I don't have much content out there. I have to say, I haven't felt too much comfortable putting videos out there. I tried and I tried in my native language, you know, just to see how comfortable I can be. I'm working on it. But I have a podcast in Haitian Creole that I've started about leadership. In fact, I'm, the translation of the, the of the podcast is called Let's Grow Together. And what I what I do with it is just like 15 minutes, providing some tips on on leadership, on servant leadership, service to others particularly, and how we can you know be effective uh, as leaders in our community. So that's on a hiatus right now because I need to learn some uh, other things and just to to make sure it's more effective and I, and I reach uh, people uh, properly with it. But this is uh, some of the things that I'm, I'm doing uh, on, a, on a personal level. But in the meantime, you know, just like every once in a while, I, I, I would post a quote that I find that I like on Instagram and LinkedIn to a lesser extent on Facebook. Just trying to put something out there to make an impact, give people something to think about all the time. And professionally, I'm, you know, I'm running my upward bound math and science program right now. 
and the summer program is about to come to an end next week but we're not stopping there preparing for the academic year already and i'm also preparing for the upcoming semester with the model united nations program so these are some of the things that i have going on so i'm always my mom and dad always and my wife too they always say like you always have something going on i said yes <laughs> otherwise i'll be bored so I'm learning. <laughs> yeah, I'm learning to increase my online presence, be more effective. You know, getting to be familiar with online tools, just to incorporate that in personal and professional life. Well, that is exciting, and I was going to say the same thing that your family says. You got a lot going on, <laughs> but um, hey, you know that, so it's all good. I'm the same way, but I, I like to be active and engaged. My mind likes to think and go and go and go, and so doing many things keeps me. I mean, actually focused. So it's all good, friend. It's all good. Yeah, but we're getting to a point. Of, of the show where we're going to yes. going to have to wrap it up and I'm just like ah because it's, it's a great conversation I love learning about people and so even with you I'm just like wow amazing how though we're both first generation our life paths have been so different but yet led us to the same place and that's even as podcasts and work with other first gen so I'm just really fascinated by that but at this point in the show oh, let me ask you a question really quick I should ask you earlier what if you were to go home right now home home is in Haiti and you were to go to your favorite restaurant Mm-hmm. Where would you go and what would you get? Ooh. <laughs> I actually, I like street food. So yeah. I probably would not go first to a restaurant, but I would go for some fried food. So definitely that would include some tasso, uh, some fried plantain. And there's something we call pickles. It's a spicy coleslaw. So it's not sweet, but it's spicy, right? For some fried food, definitely street food. And somewhere I can find good rice and beans. Yeah. And fried chicken. Not the, the way of the South. It's good. You know, as well. <laughs> My wife is a southerner, so I'm very familiar with the southern cooking. <laughs> but yeah, if I were to go to Haiti, I would definitely go somewhere, find street food, you know, fried stuff, fried stuff. That's and, stuff. <laughs> yeah, fried stuff. And then with, coupled with rice and beans. And there's pate. We call pate corde. So it's, it's a patty, similar to the Jamaican ones, uh, but with different ingredients inside, uh, vegetables and meat, if you wish. I, yeah, this is what I would go for. First thing. That is really cool. So I'm just making my list from what I go. So I know what I'm going to go ahead and get. Okay, that's what I'm doing. See, you see what I did? Absolutely. Uh, Gary, you are so, so awesome. If you had a thought to leave us with, uh, a word to carry with us for the rest of our life, just something, what would that thing be? Well, I have a number of things I, I usually like to tell others uh, to focus on. Be willing to grow. Always uh, do your self-evaluation about your personal growth. Know where you are as opposed to where you want to be. And also be mindful of how you contribute to others' lives. And another thing uh, in my line of work, I tell students all the time, don't be afraid of turning your struggles into your success story. Ooh, say that one more time. Say that so one more time. Don't be afraid afraid of turning your struggles into your success stories Mm. so that's very important you know just like no matter how much of challenge you can encounter in life know that you can turn things around using the resources that you have within you and what's outside of you as well and uh, professionally i like to encourage others i do tell my teammates that all the time you know have a quality mindset with everything that we do and we serve people and no matter what line of work that we do have a quality mindset with everything that you do you know your show and i will tell you that is an example of that and i listen to it all the time i was driving from the east coast over the weekend and i was listening to you interacting with your guests you know that's a quality show Mm -hmm. Uh, so you. you know have always have a quality mindset so work with your heart 
make decisions with your brain and be a global citizen. Mm, that's a good. Oh, Gang, let me clap for you right quick. Because, <laughs> yeah, I, I like that. I, I really, really do. Uh, Matt, you all, as my guest, you always just feel my spirit and, and you just just encourage my, my mind and my heart. And it just, that was amazing. That was amazing. Please tell the people, our people, the good people, where on the internet they can find you if they want to, you know, connect with you later on and just check out more of your work. All right. Well, I am very present on uh, LinkedIn and, and Instagram primarily. Um, my name is Gary Moise, G-A-R-R-Y, last name M-O-I-S-E. So feel free to connect with me on both Instagram and LinkedIn and Facebook as well, if you wish. And um, let's see. Oh, yes, I do use Twitter as well, except like I'll warn people if you see something on Twitter, it's in a language that you don't understand. If you need to understand, don't trust Google or Bing translation because <laughs> it's not always accurate. So if you want to know what it is, ask me. And also you can find me on the website of Marion University or my own website, which is in development right now as well. So Gary Moise, G-A-R-Y-M-O-I-S-E dot com. Please forgive the under construction of folks that you see, uh, stuff that you will see on my website, but this is where I can be fine. Primarily on social media, LinkedIn. LinkedIn and Instagram. And if you see something posted in a language you don't understand, I'll be happy to translate for you if I haven't done it already. <laughs> that is really awesome, Gary. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for the time, for, for what you're doing, your life's work. You are really awesome and we look forward to seeing your life unfold and we're here to have you back. Thank you. It's, it's a pleasure uh, to be on your show and, and I wish you continued success with it. And uh, until next time. Thank you so much. Until next time, friend. Did you go mm, at any point during this session? If so, then go ahead and subscribe. Then uplift friends, colleagues, and students by sharing the show. Also, don't miss out on exclusive insights that I only share via email by joining the First Gen family at www.thepurposeprofessor.com forward slash family. I know I said a whole lot, so I'm going to drop a link in the show notes. Now, until the next time, don't forget to be resilient, authentic, and intentional in all that you do. And no matter what, keep pressing forward. <laughs>